Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Now for our story. In the cozy living room of Aunt Mary Lane's farmhouse on Willow Road, there was silence this evening, except for the cheerful crackling of the fire. Peggy Douglas was curled up in Lefty's easy chair, working busily with her aunt's sewing basket in her lap. Occasionally, she'd put down her work, stare thoughtfully into the fire. Then she'd go back to her work with an air of determination, as if she didn't much like what she was doing, but had made up her mind to do a good job of it. After a while, she began humming cheerfully to herself. Nicholas? Yes. Come get up. I'm in. Hi. See your guests approach. Address yourself to entertain them spitefully. Let's be red with mirth. <laughs> what was that, boy, Shakespeare? Uh-huh. But don't let it fool you. I'm no student of the bard. Just something I remember from a senior play at high school. Oh, you shouldn't have told me. I was so impressed. Well, I'm such an honest dope. <laughs> ah, that's probably why I don't have more success with women. Mind if I sit on the floor at your feet? Mm-mm. Not if you'll be comfortable. Uh, don't you want a pillow or something? Ah, not me. I'm a rugged outdoor type. Hey, where is everybody? Don't tell me the whole family fled when they found out Dorn was in the offing. Oh, don't be silly. Of course they didn't. Oh, awfully quiet. Well, Aunt Mary and Lefty went over to Jane Plummer's with Randy. No. Why? What's wrong with that? Oh, Peggy, I'll have to readjust my whole opinion of the Marines. To think that Randy has to take along not one, but two chaperones when he calls on a girl. Oh, Nick, you're crazy tonight. <laughs> no, as a matter of fact, Aunt Mary went to see Mrs. Plummer. Randy went to see Jane. And uh, Lefty went so you and I could be alone together here. At least I think he did. Ah, good old Lefty. Now he's a real pal. <laughs> he made a great to-do about building up the fire. and He even tried to convince me I should change my dress in your honor. Oh, but you look charming as you are. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Honestly. Now, the way Lefty acts, you'd think I was a, a hopeless old maid. And he was my father trying desperately to get me off his hands. Doesn't it frighten you? Not a bit. By the way, you're looking awfully domestic. Is this part of Lefty's campaign? No, it's my own idea. Oh, that's very effective. What are you up to? Well, I just thought it'd be a nice surprise for Aunt Mary if I helped her catch up on the mending. She always has so much to do. Oh, that's a good girl. There's something wonderfully peaceful about watching a woman sew. Makes a man feel... Hey, what's that? I thought we were alone. Oh, that's Lisa Fenner. I guess she came down to make herself a cup of tea. Oh, I'd forgotten she was still here. She's leaving in a few days, I think. Well, hadn't we better ask her to come in and sit by the fire for a while? Oh, I doubt if she'd want to, Nick. She stayed in her room most of the time. Lisa's really very shy, so but Mary and I decided not to pester her. Just let her alone. She knows she's welcome whenever she feels like company. Uh, I guess you're right. Has she been feeling any better? I know you said she was pretty low when she first came. Oh, yes, yeah, she's lots better, compared with the way she was at first. But she's still worried about the future. And then something seems to be bothering her, something she won't talk about. You know, I've, I've been thinking about her since the other day when you told me what happened. Name's rather unusual, and then I remembered I'd seen her dance. It was in San Francisco. Really? Uh-huh. She had a partner. I guess it was her husband. They were very good. Oh, yes. Apparently, they were quite a successful team. That's one of the troubles now. Lisa says she's afraid to try it alone. She's so used to dancing with Lance. Well, what happened? They split up? Well, it seems their success sort of went to his head. Lisa was hurt and bitter. 
He started running around with a pretty fast crowd, and she couldn't, or at least she didn't want to, keep up with him. Then, well, you know how it goes. They began quarreling. Mm -hmm. And finally came the crash. It's too bad. It is. Because I think Lisa's really in love with him still. But she has a lot of pride. And she, she keeps saying she's wronged him, that she can't face him now. Uh-huh. wonder what she means. I don't know. Oh, well, darling, I, I wouldn't worry about it. As long as she has you and Aunt Mary pulling for her, she's bound to come out all right. Just lucky she happened to get connected with this family. <laughs> I guess it is. You know how Aunt Mary gathers people in. Mm. Strange the way things happen, isn't it? This girl and dancer coming to Wakefield for some reason we don't know. Just happening to be there on that bridge when Randy and Lefty went by. Mm. Almost makes you feel there's some pattern to things. Some reason why they happen as they do. Yes, it does. Because you know she couldn't have fallen into better hands if she's in trouble. But after all, if her troubles are connected with her husband and all that, there's not much we can do. That depends on Lisa and Lance. I don't know. But perhaps you're right. Trying to straighten out another person's love affairs is quite a big order. It certainly is. I think I understand how Lisa feels, Nick. Since she and Lance separated, so many things have happened. There's so much in between. You know how that is. Sounds like you know all about it, Peggy. You're thinking of yourself and Bill Mead? Well, perhaps I am in a way. <laughs> but let's not get off on that subject. No, I, I don't want to any more than you do, darling. I just can't seem to learn to keep my mouth shut at the right times. Oh, it's all right, Nick. Besides, it has a certain connection with you and me. It does? Yes. I mean, because of your attitude toward me and Bill. I think my attitude's the only possible one to avoid disaster. But that's because you're so sure you know how I feel. And there's always a possibility that you're wrong, you know. That first night you told me you'd like to delay our marriage, I was oh, rather hurt at first. But then when I thought it over, I could see you were only trying to be sensible, and it did seem a good idea to wait for a while. I'm glad you agree. But, Nick, that was so long ago. We have waited. And, you see, nothing's changed. Uh, Peggy, that may be because we haven't waited long enough. Oh, I don't think so. I don't think anything's ever going to change. Nick, let's not wait any longer. You make it awfully tough for me, Peggy. You know it isn't because I don't want to marry you. Of course I know it. If I weren't sure of that, I wouldn't be able to talk to you like this. But don't you see, darling? I'd feel miserable if... Well, if we went ahead and then you regretted it afterward. It would be much worse for both of us if that happened. But it wouldn't happen. And... Well, now that Randy's back, Aunt Mary wouldn't miss me so much. And, well, you know how Lefty feels. Yes, darling. You make a very strong case. But still... What, Nicholas? I don't see. Peggy, yesterday I ran into someone. I found out something which might interest you very much. I saw Kit Mead. Kit? Why, Nick, you've never told me you knew her. I didn't. What I mean is, I'd seen her a couple of times in that little bar at the hotel, the, the circus room. We chatted the way you do sometimes, but we never introduced ourselves and, until yesterday. I see. 
Now, don't look like that, darling. I didn't fall victim to her charms, if that's what you're thinking. Well, if you had, it wouldn't surprise me. Look, I've known dozens of kit meads. Cold, selfish. I could write a book about gals like that. Maybe I should, too, to protect unfortunate guys like Bill. It wouldn't do much good, I'm afraid. Well, what did Kit tell you that you think would interest me? Well, Peggy, at first I thought it was just a flip remark. But the more I think about it, the more it seems possible she might really have meant it. You see, I asked her why she didn't let Bill go. Nicholas, you didn't. Well, certainly, why not? Well, but don't you see what she'll think? She knows we've been engaged and, and that the marriage has been postponed. She must think you're... I don't give a hoot what she thinks. But the point is, she might just do what she said. What was that? She might divorce Bill after all. Well, I don't believe it. For some reason, I do. I don't know why. No, you don't know her as I do. If Kit said she would do it, it means she won't. Not in a million years. But perhaps you're wrong, Peggy. Perhaps you're saying that because you're afraid. Afraid of the effect it might have on your feelings if you knew that Bill Meade were actually free. How would you feel about marrying Nicholas Dorn then, Peggy, if Kit's statement that she'll divorce Bill Meade turned out to be more than a flippant remark to an acquaintance over cocktails? Because if you only knew it, Peggy, at this very moment, Kit has just told Bill Meade that she does intend to get a divorce. And right away. 